Bitch with the hair on Birds of a feather flock together Yeah, yeah, yeah Still kicking facts up under pressure Yeah, yeah, yeah Still gotta keep the world together Yeah, yeah, yeah Who gon' do it like, like us? Birds of a feather flock together Yeah, yeah, yeah Still kicking facts up under pressure Yeah, yeah, yeah still... Hello, hello, hello And thank you for joining us on Heron's Home Podcast I'm your host, Karee Robertson, alongside my salmon extraordinaire, Rico G. What's going on, everybody? How y'all doing? And we've entered into the studio for episode 166, and we are joined again by our recurring guest, uh, Tyler Perez. Welcome back, sir. You almost forgot my name with the Welcome back. I'm back. He's back. Don't forget about me. Never that, never that. that. Yes, sir. Yo, I want to start out. I got to give a big, 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 big shout out to the Jamaican women's uh sprinting team they took all Feel of the me? medals in the 100 meters me? and this is just the 100 meter dash um once again proving that the only way you could stop a black woman is throw hurdles in her way because they didn't want the hurdles you got you, you gotta put you gotta put obstructions in their way or else they're just gonna run oh, run away with it they already took the, the gold the silver and the bronze in the 100, 100 meter dash ca- ca- bull to tire when I go get away. No, yo, sir. yo man you, no, you have sir. to understand man this is what the if it, this should this should give a good lesson as to why Jamaican men are so motivated, because a Jamaican woman will make you know say yo you're not gonna get away with it. We are gonna go. We are gonna we are gonna go with me. Not gonna get you yo. <laughs> but yeah man. You think say can run faster than me? No sir. But yeah man. Big ups to the Jamaican um women's uh sprinting team. They did a great job. Took yeah, home all yeah, of the medals. Yeah. Uh, shout outs to there were a couple. Um, uh, 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 I know the lady from the Philippines. Shout out to her. Yeah, like she, she broke the, the record, first medal. Yeah, I didn't yeah. Hear about that. No. It, apparently, it's um, she not only broke a record, but it's also the Philippines' first gold medal in like a hundred first medal wow. in like a hundred years. I That's believe. Amazing. Nice. In like a hundred years, and that. somebody else broke that too. But I, I think for fencing, how long has the ship been around? Yo, but you see how you said a hundred years. They've been trying yeah, for a hundred years and they just made it. But yeah, you see, J- Japan is cleaning up in all of the wax sports. They're like, yo, 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 we're winning gold in everything that doesn't matter. That's how we're gonna bring glory to the to the to the island. Nah, man, because all the wax sports. Because when they, because I saw a report where they were like, yo, Japan just is winning a record number of golds for their country, yo, hmm. winning most golds ever. I'm like, word. Yeah, okay. <laughs> okay. I'm, like, What's I'm looking on? at the. I'm looking at the. the I'm looking at the fucking uh, uh, events, and they're all the butt ass events. I'm like, uh, wait, wait, skateboarding. Not Bro, first but, of all, I can't believe. Yo, first of all, Nigeria. skateboarding is ridiculous. I can't believe that My they have that Nigeria. shit in the Olympics. That is not an Olympic sport. Bro. Oh, I can't, we're about to fight. I can't believe. I can't believe. <laughs> I was. I was watching a nigga nut plant on a crossbar <laughs> in the motherfucking Olympic. Oh man, my man. Uh, that's hilarious. Eat it on his fucking wait, so trial. You, do you and... not think that any extreme sports should be? All right, wait. We can't say any extreme sports, but I mean, what's the difference then between like what street extreme sport qualifies? And I don't what believe doesn't? that extreme sports belong in the Olympics because okay. extreme sports have a way higher failure rate per okay. run. Okay. Than True. A normal oh, I sport. like. I hear that part. I like. Uh, yeah. The thing I hear about that extreme part. sports is that when they're going, like when you're in the pipe and you're doing a trial and you're doing three trials to determine your score. It's because two of those trials are probably going to fall. You know what I mean? Like so, it's not so they the can also be extreme though. Well but they need to have higher success rates. Is also because look, I'm thinking about things like even the, what the bobsledding and stuff. That's okay. Like extreme. I saw like I, like snowboarding. I'm sorry. Yeah, so snowboarding stuff uh, is extreme and it's crazy. What's that? No, I'm saying in general. Yeah, winter 
stuff. Yeah, because I saw the, the winter stuff entering and, and yeah. like snowboarding, but snowboarding again has a lot higher success rate. Mm-hmm. Things like skateboarding. So we'll break it down to that part. Yeah, because I do I agree with that part. I, I was not excited of... watching it. I've seen good games, and I think that's where again, like sometimes you don't know what you're going to get with sporting events. You don't have a lot of Tony Hawk sometimes who will consistently pull <laughs> yeah. off their tricks. But there time. you go. Yeah, and Nigel, I think to me, clearly Nigel was a pressure thing. He he had a great statements mm-hmm. afterwards, like very clear about what happened. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think just in general, I'm like, yeah, it was pressure. It's yeah, his first time there, being there. I, I thought He's there was an age limit the on the Olympics at some point. That's the thing that weirds me out thing about, about it. The, uh, about the, the gymnasts. Like okay. the gymnasts where you can't use children in the Olympics. Like mm-hmm. you can train them. You can do a lot of things. And then some countries would lie about their age. And it was a big thing. But now you have like 13-year-old extreme sport Olympians. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like you're just that's i don't know if they are going through the rigors of what olympians are 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 going through um as a bicycle you know like there was yeah we're talking limits both ways then because it always has confused me a bit like the idea that olympics seem like opportunities for younger people but they're also can extend to the elders i'm sorry not everything has to be an opportunity for young people there's tons of opportunities for young people (laughs) like the olympics is the literal world stage you're telling me there's no intermediate opportunities for young people well i think to that's a brand. in their, True, in that their is events other that's than the olympics it, i think that's what ends up being yeah nah, being they work up today you know what yeah. I mean? if, that's if your you're chance not intermediate to, but that's it, I, that's i don't think that's fair because that. to to say that like what it takes to be an olympic swimmer is the same thing to be an olympic skateboarder it just that it's not the same mm-hmm. i mean it's I not the respect yeah that's what and that's where and that's where the dichotomy is i think that's where i would say like maybe there is a way for there to be skateboarding in the Olympics, just yeah. not the way that they do. And I think that's how it ends up getting overall considered too, then like to be fair, like mm-hmm. in that regard, like it's not like everybody's making a big deal. Nobody's mentioned to me like, Oh, did you hear what happened in Asia? And they like skate, it's not a big deal. Right. Yeah. So the whole Japanese part though, credit to them. I know that they had a lot of success. They had some younger Japanese. Oh yeah. No, yeah, they're cleaning up. They're cleaning Hopefully. up. All them booty ass events. They're all over it. So yeah, I mean, credit. I'm sorry. And that's not that. to be that. When I call them booty, that's not a that's not a gay reference. It's nothing. I'm not trying to because I know well, that, I was that, mentioning that, the booty hustlers yeah. before this. So. <laughs> that, that, is, that, that is that is strictly uh, uh, a comment on to how trashly the uh, the events that they're winning are. But yeah, yeah, you said how tra- how trash they are. Yeah, no, I I just I, I thought Japan was 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 taking off the the low hanging fruit. Do they have sur- they don't have surfing in the Olympics? It, oh my goodness! No, like they can't have surfing. That'll be yo, sir, the, the whole event. Could, yo, have a bad wind day, and the whole event's over. Yeah, yeah. That's what I was thinking. That'd be it too much because they can't coordinate that. It would yeah. have to be like in a strategic. You can't, I don't know if you can make fake waves or you can make fake snow. Though. They should start doing that. They need to crank it up for all sports. Yo, I'm sure Dubai can do it. Yo, get Dubai I was just about on it. To say, like, yo, get Dubai on it. All sports matter. Yo, we can have we can have surfing, bro. We'll have consistent. 10 foot waves for every single surfer science can solve any problem they just need sufficient motivation to solve said problem mm, that's terrible yeah. that's bad just flying the helicopter with all the snow that's what they did when they was on like canada right they had to fly in a ton of snow oh yeah oh well no I they, think they, that was they have ways of generating fake snow yeah. it's not the same quality and fluff as the natural snow but they yeah were. they have ways of making snow for sure one last thing please i have to ask real quick how long have the olympics been around 
Because now I'm like, Holy I don't know shit. if that's a dumb, dumb thing, but um, it was supposed to be from way back in the day. I mean, there was like a 1912 Olympics, I believe. Okay, okay, okay. I believe there was. So early 1900s. Yeah. Pretty it's it's definitely guess. been around for over 100 that's years. Tight. That's tight. So it's definitely been long enough for Philippines to be <laughs> having a 100-year drought. Because it made me Which think of Greeks and stuff. Never stop fighting, you know what I'm saying? Wow. <laughs> Always believe in your dreams. Yeah, Always <laughs> believe in yourself. Keep you can do take, it. Might yeah. take 100 years, but you just stick to that same goal. There you go. <laughs> well, outside of the Olympics, you been getting anything interesting, Rico? Nah, I haven't gotten a chance to really see much. I've been kind of busy. That's yeah, I haven't been um, watching too much. Actually, I've been... I got sucked into that 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 near uh mobile title. Yo, the story is really good, yo. Okay. It's actually really solid. It's worth the the 10 hours of story cuz you don't actually like it's it's absolutely free to go through that and you'll be able to do it with reasonably low rigor like you'll have to to play the game a bit to to get your character strong enough to go through the story, but it's a lot of fun. Anyway, um beyond that, I, I did catch a, a movie with Carolina that ended up turning out to be a hit. Um which I read the name, man. The name was so stupid. I was like, eh. but <laughs> the the synopsis kind of got me. This the name of it was Blood Red Sky. Yeah, that okay. is a pretty. And it's a, like really, it's a really a generic name, name, right? Yeah, Super yeah. generic. But then dark. I saw it was a German movie, so I was like, okay, I want to chalk that up to translation. It probably sounds way cooler <laughs> in German. Probably it's probably like Crimson Sky or something. Yeah, it probably sounds awesome in German. <laughs> Terrible translation. Yeah, you know what I mean? And so uh, I, I was like, all right, let, let's give it a shot. Caroline was like, I've been wanting to watch this movie. I was like, all right, cool. I don't even know. I, don't, I, I didn't even know. It was bad for you the way she said it. She said it like she said it to me 10 times. I swear she's never brought this movie up to me once. That's, said, that's the vampires on the plane, Joy, right? Bruh. So, but it... it it was really what, the, the story was really well told. Man, what else? That's like, it. That's it, the pitch. It was vampires on a plane, what but the there's hell? a story that that yeah. developed really well. Nice, that's and fair. like it had backstory. Yeah. It 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 interwove the two types of uh, genres into each other really well. The kind of vampire horror yeah. mixed with the kind of um airplane hijacking because you remember that like the under sieges and yeah. oh, you know what shit. I mean the broken arrow passenger 47 red eye there was a whole slew yeah there's a whole slew of air, air force one get off so yeah you know Snakes it blended that genre <laughs> in with the vampire haunt, uh, horror genre and I was like holy shit I tend to not like those any movies those movies anymore because they make me feel so damn claustrophobic bro oh, it's like yo well, that's your a personal too problem. small okay so, <laughs> so, so there's out. But, okay so in in the use of all of the the backstory it got away from that so yes the main plot took place in that but enough of the story the backstory was told in relevant moments that you were never stuck in there too long so nice. you didn't feel trapped inside of the plane um i will say that to have a 2 hour movie that the main plot takes place in a plane does lead you to a kind of like how much can you do in this fucking plane? Like I've been in a plane <laughs> for for this long. It, there's not that much happening. You know what I mean? So you got to do a lot to fill it in, which they they did. It kind of drug a little bit in the middle. Um, but that was just my preference. Overall, the movie hit on all cylinders. Um, it it had its scary moments. Nice. It had its suspenseful moments. Carolina loved it, which German. really says a lot because like to take vampires in a plane and 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 really uh enthrall somebody who enjoys horror movies 
says a lot. Yeah. You know what I mean? So uh-huh. kudos to the German studio who put that out. I'm not yeah, sure who did it, but that was a Netflix man, them one. foreign movies be, be slapping these days. Bruh. And, you know, and, you know, it, it just shows, you know, the talent is evenly distributed around the world, you know? It's just a, everyone's ability to create. You know what I mean? Who, yeah. Who's empowered with the tools now that, to create? Um, now that uh, uh, digital, now that the digital film has become standard and CG is becoming so ubiquitous, like more and more people are learning how to use it. So it's like, again, thanks to Marvel movies, they made that <laughs> shit uh, uh, a and standard. I think they use mostly practical effects in this. To be honest, this was there wasn't a lot of C- I don't I don't remember any real like. Uh, computer assisted scenes really like it was it was just a well produced movie like nice. honestly I gotta give him a lot of credit like this is somebody who clearly had a budget it was definitely budget but told a really interesting story and and had enough uh, action and suspense in it to to make it like not believable but engaging you know what I mean because when something's too fantastical it doesn't engage you you know, too viscerally, like mm-hmm. you're just watching it as a spectator. Mm-hmm. This one was, was, it was like the vampires weren't, they were stronger than humans, but they weren't like Mobius strong. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? They weren't like blade strong where this thing is cutting a whole car in half. <laughs> None of that. But yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so I would highly recommend they're like, it. They're like slightly fit humans. Yeah. Or, or no, they, they were, they were like Olympians on Coke. You know what I mean? Okay. Okay. Okay, I, feel I that. see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But not, not like I am legend, because those things were on some <laughs> other shit. No, 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 those were zombies, and that, they were, were definitely these were vampires for sure. That's why I couldn't go with the whole World War Z thing, because that was a especially oh, those a zombies moment were fucking where murderous. I couldn't, deal with, yeah, I couldn't <laughs> deal with fast zombies. zombies. And as soon as I Bruh. saw that and all that, I was no. When, they, when I, I saw them trying movie. to do the horde thing to get over the walls in Egypt, yeah. I mean, when they were Israel, like running up on top of each yeah, other. Yeah, I was like, nah, man, fuck yeah. these zombies, bro. Yeah, fuck absolutely. this shit. <laughs> yeah. I remember that. Yeah, yeah you know, it was funny because I was having a conversation with someone about like. They were like, man, I don't want to live in the zombie apocalypse. Like, fuck this shit. Just kill me. And I was like, but why, though? Like, is it because of the omnipresent danger? Because, like, that's just, like, what it's like being black in America, honestly. Like, you live in the hood. A lot of dangerous shit could happen all around you. You might die. The police are also, you know what I mean? It's like, (laughs) I'm I'm cool with living with consistent danger. Like, that's not the problem. Like. If I can arm myself, I'm willing to fight it out. Yeah. Like that's not the that's I not the part that that's is. gonna make me despair. That's like it's all good. You, like yeah. put it on my back. Like I'll, I'll carry the team. Like that's what I'm, makes you ready. I won't for lose it. my will to live <laughs> because and, of and, and a credit to places like LA where you know if some shit really did happen, even like let's say an inevitable like a bad earthquake, mm-hmm. people there'll be survivors out here still. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And yeah. That's oh yeah. Well, and, and and people <laughs> out here where you are have been used to organizing outside of the on the peripheral for most of their lives so yeah it, it won't be that hard for us to spontaneously organize there's only white people who think like what happens if if the internet's gone <laughs> nigga people will have to spontaneously organize with the people closest to them that's what they'll have to do yeah. what do you mean what's gonna happen when the internet's gone we're gonna persist nigga the sun's gonna rise you know rise yeah. in the east instead in the west <laughs> the the fucking trade winds are gonna blow back across the atlantic it is what it is you know what i mean like what the fuck <laughs> I I I, but I how will I that. know when the sun is up? <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't get that 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 despair. You know what I mean? Like life changes. You know what I mean? Danger is present. Don't don't let it get you you know down. You know, just keep pushing forward. There will be a brighter day. You know what I mean? It's a good message to all the kids out here these days. 
Yeah, you I don't TikTokers. know how I got on that. Oh, the zombie apocalypse. My bad. <laughs> no, that's a perfect. But connection. yeah, Blood Red Sky. I give it a solid seven point five. We could wrap on that, but yeah, a solid seven point five. You said. Yeah, seven point okay. five. I would actually almost give it an eight. Like, if it wasn't for the point where I thought it was a little bit long, like, if <laughs> I really feel like they could have chopped like twenty minutes out. Would you know the length of those? Was it two hours? It was just above two hours. Yeah, they're going for hour forty. Yeah. Yeah. 43. I mean, 43 is, 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 a, is a meaty movie. That's you better movie. be telling a fuck ton of stories. <laughs> it's, it's to a me, that's a story. standard movie. I'm still an OG. My, standard? Two standard hours is an, is an OG, half, man. Yeah, no, no. And, and I like a two-hour movie. <laughs> my thing is, is that similarly to like what Rico was saying, I can't take that much inside the plane. Yeah, you know? exactly. If you're going to be inside the plane, like, yo, please, you got to you gotta make it super, super, super interesting. Yeah, I got to mention that Red Eye movie. That was pretty good, OG, right? Okay. Right? Did y'all remember? That. You didn't see it? Mm-mm. Okay. That was one of those. I know what her name was, Rachel McAdams, I think, was the okay. female, I think. I know Rachel And McAdams. that dude, That's I want to say something like Lois Gordon. Lane. Oh, well, yeah, was it? Yeah. Yeah, from this next Zack Snyder um, uh, uh, Justice League movie. She's yeah. Okay, nice. Yeah. Wait, Rachel McAdams? I mean, she's pretty That's popular. Rachel Adams. I'm sorry. Okay. Dang. <laughs> Got it all yeah, fucked up. But and anyway, then the yeah, dude's yeah. name, I think, was something Gordon. I can Josh something. I don't. But what was yeah, his Red he's Eye? a good actor. What was it in the movie? Red Eye. Red Eye. Yeah, it's an OG because I was young when that movie came out. Oh wow, so it was one of the older one. Yeah, I'm surprised. But I'm not, it was I'm good. Oh, it's like Cillian Murphy again, my man. Is that his name? Yeah. Yeah, that's him in the in the Excuse photo me. there, right there. Yeah, Cillian Murphy. Yeah. It's a good one, though. Yeah, it's just, like, about a flight, and this dude's stalking this chick, and he's going to kill her. That's the whole, like, general plot of it. And they're oh. on a red-eye flight, and he's going to kill her. Okay, all right. So, but, like, shit yeah. gets heated. Get your life together, my G. What yeah, the hell? That, that was definitely one of Who's those. Who's for feeling a whole plane yeah, ticket to kill somebody? Okay, there, there's a good reason. You'd have... You'd- You'd have hard press to sell that one to me. <laughs> to go watch that. What year is it? It's like 2001. 2005. Oh, jeez. Right. Yeah, no, definitely not at that time. We're going to have to go back. We be like, who's right. who's buying a plane ticket to chase some woman down to kill her? My <laughs> she already left, bruh. And then how much she already how, left. How crazy no, do I look, wa- how crazy do I look watching someone that. do that? Like, why would I want to watch a movie of someone doing that? Like, I don't know. All right, you just have to watch it. It's I good. Because Cillian Murphy's in it, and he's 13. a good actor. And his oh, so he's very convincingly showing me that he's a creep? Maybe, and I'm going to very convincingly maybe. watch a creep maybe. go through his whole <laughs> meltdown? Like, I'm good. Maybe. Right, That's why we had you. to go back to That's just not the same. But yeah, all right, let's move on from that. Let's go ahead and start hitting on some of these topics. Um, So I saw this one come across with, which... To me, it's super dystopian, but I, I can imagine there's a lot of people who don't see the problem with it yet. But so Tencent has been trying to uh, move forward with a program to prevent underage gamers from gaming late at night. And so what they've done is, is that they've uh, instituted that all underage gamers have to have their uh, their cameras on and they run facial tech recognition technology to determine all underage people. And it shuts off their gaming after 10 p.m., which I'm just like, holy shit, dude. Do you not understand how intrusive that is? Like, if you can't get the parents, nice try. if you can't get the parents to get their kids to get off the games at that time of night, then holy shit, dude. Like, you don't don't let the Chinese government fucking spy on you to, you let these to turn off your video kids. games. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, I was like, that's a really, really, really roundabout way. It to seems say, super draconian. Just let to me turn record off your face, games. bro. 
And that the, my first thinking, I know we touched on this at least before the pod, but we didn't talk about it, right? We didn't get into it. H- how does it, you said the facial recognition is by, it goes by an age thing? Yeah, so like, they use the facial recognition technology to determine that the person playing the game is underage. So is they don't young. Do it yet. And so that's the thing. What if you're older, but you got a little baby face? Evidently, the Chinese, Chinese facial recognition got it. They can tell the difference. Oh, they can tell the difference. I mean, so they have like I mean, also their address. What if you're black? Because facial recognition has been notoriously oh, bad. Well, at let's just a young black way, kid. Let's just put it this way: Chinese facial recognition doesn't even work on black people. Yeah, like it doesn't. Oh my work. goodness, yo, you can't play video so games. So I found out like facial recognition. My my tattoo fucks with that shit. Evidently, the eyes on my neck show up as. As, as eyes nice. and so it centers the image <laughs> on my neck rather nice. than on my face that's great yeah that's just hilarious that's actually that that's works cool. to your advantage actually yeah, yeah it does they're like who is I'm this definitely gonna say I did that on purpose yeah I'm definitely did that on purpose this. That's well, good. Who is this? but yeah no uh, that's hilarious but anyway yeah facial recognition technology is notoriously just like inaccurate and not trustworthy and the Chinese government uses it in the fucking to the uh, extent of cutting off your services like, to cut off your gaming services, that's a service you pay for, I assume, unless the CCP is providing free gaming services. And in which case, maybe they aren't as bad as I think. But <laughs> now, can you imagine if the CCP was like, yo, we give you one free MMO <laughs> membership, yo, just choose one, that it's subscription trap, is free. It's a trap. 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 The entire account, all your keystrokes, everything, bro. <laughs> what are you talking about? What are you and, talking about? And again, Say like, one bad word against the CCP. <laughs> Type that shit by accident to somebody. Bruh, I talk way too much shit to about the CCP to ever get paid, bro. I'm never gonna get paid by anybody because you know the American economy is in the CCP's pocket. So shit, man, I'm out of luck, <laughs> bro. I'm sorry, I fucked up the bag, bro. I was talking too much shit about the CCP, bro. <laughs> No, nah, but I thought that that was crazy. Don't be like John Cena apologizing in Chinese. Hell no! <laughs> I wish a nigga would. I feel bad for that nigga. Like, can you imagine being that much of a simp that you like? Yo, my bag is that important? Like, my nigga, really? Oh, man, really? Yeah, like you, I've, you are epic, I've extra, super rich, that. bro. Yeah. And you're that worried about how I'm, China feels? If you never made another was, dollar, never your next ten generations are an apology video in Chinese, but or. He was. I didn't like listen. I didn't like watch the whole thing. But oh, yeah, you didn't watch him fillet the. Hell no! Come on, son. It was, it was too sad. embarrassing. You can't watch. Well, you when you grow up watching people, LeBron you can't did watch it. them do it. Yeah, LeBron did it. it he hurts. apologized in Chinese as well. Oh, I don't know if he did it in Chinese. <laughs> that's that's definitely... why it's so egregious yeah. to me. You feel me? <laughs> yeah. I know she John Cena know. don't speak Chinese. I just kind of want to see John Cena speak Chinese now. I just kind of I mean I might have to look this up later but I'm not looking forward to it (sighs) and I have nothing against Chinese people the Chinese language but the CCP is definitely an authoritarian monstrosity like (laughs) just like I I generally don't have a problem with most American people but um the American government is a terrible monstrosity yeah I think people get that though too most people do because there is a difference when you're speaking like that and again like from my own end when I speak out about what's wrong there same thing about the Russian government same thing about the Israeli government even though there's a lot of hella racist Israeli people like (laughs) like I've seen I've seen like people like Abby Martin who she she does reporting for RT but she was reporting on Israel who technically them and Russia have decent ties Mm -hmm. but um she was just talking to people in the streets of Israel, and man, they were like, you know, man, I, you know, I really wish we could find a place for the Palestinians to live, but we might just be able to just, you know, wipe them out, and that might be okay. And I'm like, wait, wait, what? 
Stop so half. Stop so benignly talking about genocide. Yeah, yeah, mm. this shit's cool. wild. Yeah. So there, you know, Israeli people. There's definitely, oh wow, yeah, no, this nigga John Cena is definitely giving it up. <laughs> He's speaking Chinese to a white guy. Oh yeah, well, no, you, no, no, he into his uh, phone giving them like a, like a personal apology. He's yeah, recording so he, himself. He's, a he's using apology. a robotic translator. Yeah. Oh no, no, the CCP is subtitling that real time for him. That's very tight. As a favor. As a favor, yo, CCP got you. That's crazy. <laughs> but no, um, yeah, no, and to to Abby Martin's own discredit, when I from the first times that I heard about her, you know, I fuck with her, I see what she was doing, but now, be like, it wasn't that long. Very recently, I saw a clip of the Rogan her talking mm-hmm. on YouTube. And I was also not going. I could say no, the thing about her. I wasn't feeling. I'm not a big, fan of, not a big fan of her reporting, but yeah. the problem is, is that these were people just speaking into the mic. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how much gotcha you have to do to get someone to openly speak about genocide. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, there's there's certain things like like but that's okay, where it's like, what like, is a deep state. You know what I mean. Like you, you can tell like when there's <laughs> people the who term. are trying to tread lightly about what they're saying, and yeah. then you can tell there's people who genuinely are. Are on board with the genocide, yeah. and I've only said that in the very worst way, which is like, yeah, what do we do from here? We just look at historically and but say, yeah, oh, yeah and they I got wiped that out. And all that, was that is it. to make the point that you know, I separate, I try my best to separate people from their government when that's applicable. Mm. Um, but yeah, Tencent, that's some draconian shit, and of course, Tencent is a state-owned company, so you know the CCP is the controlling stakeholder of Tencent. So. That's why it's a problem. Yeah. I don't know, man. I just, I'm all about good governance, but this totality, this this uh, propensity towards totalitarianism is crazy. You know, the whole power rule, absolutely, and all that kind of like. I don't get it, man. Like, I don't get why. Like, as a leader, you have to be able to lead (laughs) and understand the limits of your own power. But you rarely get that in leaders today. Exactly. It's like you can't. It's like if I can't. If most leaders can't unilaterally ex- exhibit their control over everyone in their domain they 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 f- consider themselves a failed leader and it's like no that's that's actually not what you're even needed for especially in this this current contemporary state of like representative leaders like our leaders aren't really there to make decisions they're there to be representatives and so we don't need them to be you know vested with such heavy ideologies like they are you know what I mean? That's yeah. why we don't need like a Donald Trump. We need somebody more like a Bernie Sanders yeah. who is more ideologically open to hearing people out and representing the people and his constituents, not just his own ideology. That's the kind of leaders we need today, but you don't get that anywhere. And I guess like the the I'm way sorry, that I'm initially you know I got off on that. Well, the way I'm initially thinking about it is like, do we have even twenty years to spare till that might happen? Because that's the now nah, the world's burning right now. Yeah. Like all those, <laughs> we don't yo, have a whole now nah, when years when, to when Al Gore look Al Gore was said his shit in two thousand and said by twenty twenty <laughs> some wild shit's gonna happen, guys. The climate <laughs> scientists have made their no their modeled predictions and they seem pretty accurate. Yeah. And everyone told him to shut the fuck up, Al Gore. Go act like you made the internet. <laughs> And yo, my nigga, like, like 2021 has been in terms of weather shit. Yo, yeah. we've had more weather phenomenon than I've ever seen. Like, yeah, did in you a see those year. turkey things? They've been those images been from steady, Turkey steadily escalating too. Yeah. Like, did you guys see those images from Turkey with the flooding? Mm-hmm. Turkey, no, on fire. Oh no, and not just like some turkey, hills. What's going on? Yeah, like some fires. Like we get up here in the hills. 
they magnify that by like four, five, six. Oh God, that's a lot terrible. of turkey burning. Yeah. Yikes. And yeah, I mean, I saw Turkey's that. Turkey's pretty well developed. And that's I, crazy. I, you know what I was gonna say too? Like, you know, I didn't. I definitely wouldn't have gone. That was not the right time to be like negative and comments. Was gonna say like, I don't even fuck with turkey that much. Like as a whole. I mean, no, no I, I have nothing wrong with turkey. Turkey. I mean, I don't. I just don't. Or, uh, I think. Erdogan is the current president uh, president of Turkey. Yeah, he's not the he's not the most savory character, but <laughs> Turkish culture. Yeah, I can I respect the their Turkish food. People. I, I can the respect people their heavy. food. I don't meet a lot of Turkish people. I don't. They meet have a issues. Lot of, with I don't really know the Kurds. I think, but yeah, I know they have a lot of problems. What, what country don't got their racist issues you go. going on? All that, but no, I mean for that part, yeah, that's like the scenes again. It's like scenes and. I mean, I was just talking to a friend about that the other day. If you, def- especially if you're like believing the religious, if you're Christian and stuff, I don't see how this could not seem like the end of times. I know people say Bruh. historically, it always seems the like it is. Descriptions all there. Yeah, like historically, again, like people who have lived longer than us say uh, it seems like that at different times of your life. But like again, to me personally, I don't see how it could seem much more like that than what's happening right now. Yeah, no, th- I would definitely like, say things that are crazy. The, the whole... watching water burn in, in yeah. the Gulf. Watching um, Siberia melt, watching yeah. uh, simultaneous flooding around the world. Like, there's a whole latitude band that just got flooded out, like, yeah. all the way around the world. Like, there was flooding in Germany. There was flooding in China. There was flooding, you know what I mean, across a whole circle. Like, it was crazy. I guess it was more minor, <laughs> excuse me, in Atlanta. But I heard they've been getting a lot of rain there, too. Yeah, but no, it's been. It's also <clears throat> been flooding in, in the Midwest. We've been yeah. having flash floods in the Midwest. Well, we in Arizona, they're watching rain. fucking cars wash down the street in the oh, desert. Oh, yeah, I did see those ones. I you saw know what I mean? Like, Arizona, yeah. like, this is all Northern Hemisphere. This latitude is all... Much. I think maybe I saw one from, like, Louisiana or something. So, yeah, it, it you know... But yeah, crazy. Yeah, it, I I forgot how we got on the climate crisis, but that shit is is ridiculous. It's relative. Yeah. Um. Moving on from ten cents and uh, using that draconian measures to keep kids off of games at night. Uh. In Germany, this is a uh, this is a story of some real worker solidarity, and I and I just wanted to touch on it to show the uh, disparity between, you know, what real worker power looks like. So. In Germany, in when uh, construction workers build something, they don't transfer ownership of that to the developer until they get paid. So evidently, there was a labor dispute between uh, some construction workers and a developer who built a high rise, and the developer refused to capitulate to the to the wage demands of the workers. So the workers decided, "Fuck it, we're just going to demolish the building. Then it's our building." <laughs> We have the legal right to break it down. Turn up. And so, yeah, they took their machines. They ripped down all of the balconies, caused structural damage to it. So now if you guys want your building, once you pay us, you can then pay us again to fix the building because you're going to have to. Because there's no way that this building is going to be able to be be, uh, lived in until uh, a construction crew fixes all that stuff. And guess what? Clearly, we have a union. You know what I mean? No other construction crew is going to come on this site. So you're going to pay us. So, you know, that's what real worker solidarity looks like. You know what I mean? It, in America, obviously, the workers would not have had the right to cause any of that property damage. <laughs> if they would have done anything to the Bag. building, yeah, they would have been liable to pay for oh, it. Oh, they would have been arrested and gone to jail until reparations were paid to the to the developer. Hands down. 
Yo, I saw a similar thing, but it was like um, <clears throat> this lady paid to put like the back window of her uh, uh of her pickup truck back in, and she didn't want to pay the dude who put the window in. So it was like, all right, for sure. Just took this two by four, bah, <laughs> smashed the window back out. Just calmly walked back into his office. It's like, yeah, it was my window. Feel you me? didn't pay for you it. Didn't pay for it, then yeah, it's mine. Yeah, you know, and then you're not about a- to drive away with no free window or free building. Fuck no, you. and and honestly, that's that is as a worker, if you produce something, that's why it's so precarious as a service worker. Because what do you produce? Shit all, and so you have no power as a worker to to demand any kind of fair compensation, decent treatment, adequate work condition conditions. You have no 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 leverage. Whereas when you produce something and you have real skills. You you can demand that you are treated better, and guess what? If you're not, you're well within your right to do what you feel is necessary. It was super gratifying to watch those those German construction workers fuck that building up. <laughs> was it on a YouTube video? Oh yeah, nice. oh yeah. They recorded it as well. <laughs> well, I, I think it was somebody in the adjacent building was like, "Holy shit, they're tearing down this building that just they literally just built." Turn up. Yeah, because it's like it's it's very obvious when you see. A construction worker take a claw arm, you know, like one of big ass claw arms, yeah. and just rake it down the side of a perfectly yeah. good building. Like, I'm pretty sure you're not supposed to do that. Yeah. 99% sure you're not supposed to do that. Mm-mm. Yeah, that shit was gangster. But yeah, I thought that was interesting. Um, we're, we can move on into the uh, into the main topic of the day, which is going to be the looming eviction crisis that it's been looming for a long time. This is not new. This is something that people have been talking about since the middle of the pandemic when it was clear that there wasn't going to be any regular uh, pandemic relief and there was no actual um, cancellation of rents during the pandemic. And people were, were, were seeing that, yeah, no, you can't evict anyone right now, but that's just compiling the problem because these people aren't capable of paying all of the back rent that's owed so they're gonna get evicted it's just a matter of time Mm -hmm. and and you know it's so it's been a very very obvious uh conclusion that once the eviction moratorium goes away there's gonna be a major issue going on and now that it's it's pretty much up i think that by time we're done with uh we post this episode the eviction moratorium will be up you know, everyone's scrambling to do something about it. You know, you have some very well-meaning people in Congress like Cori Bush fighting to get her 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 uh co her co-workers and other uh congressional uh, uh colleagues to address the situation, you know, and then you have some less genuine people like Nancy Pelosi trying to kick the buck to the CDC. Um and then you got you then you got uh the CDC, which is refusing to to put out a statement when they know that there's an obvious statement to be made. The obvious statement is, is that there's a reason why we put an eviction moratorium is because it will exacerbate people in public during the pandemic. We're going through the Delta variant uh, surge right now. Taking the eviction moratorium off would only exacerbate the surge that we're trying to say exists right now. So there's a very clear statement to be made. The CDC won't do it because the CDC is a fucking 
by is a partisan fucking institution that has obfuscated its responsibility to the public a long time ago, clearly. But they won't make a statement to 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 call for Congress to extend the the moratorium. So that just gives that empowers the assholes like Pelosi to to claim like, well, we can extend it because we don't have the uh, justification from the CDC, which is bullshit. They don't need justification from the CDC. They just need a good scapegoat. But um, you know, and then that puts the people like Cori Bush who are really trying to rally her colleagues uh, towards this, you know, in a place where you know I don't, you know, she's not gonna win. Where is she from, Cori? St. Louis. St. Louis, Missouri. Oh, okay, I have not, I hadn't heard of her. Oh well, you should check her out. She's she's one of the few genuine people in Congress, you okay. know, which is surprising that St. Louis, with as deep of a history of white supremacy as it has, <laughs> there that oh, I wasn't old, expecting that, you to say St. Louis. Yeah, that 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 uh, <laughs> that's that, cool. That constituency voted in one of the most progressive Congress people yeah, that this country's cool. ever seen. So you know, kudos to them for that. But nonetheless. You know, I I I big her up for for her fight, but you know this is this is this this problem is manufactured. None of this has to happen. Yeah, and yeah, I mean, from what I saw on the topic, I I looked up an article that like I was we talked a little bit about it before this. It was a short article, but it uh, from what I took away from it, you know, their whole statements are we have to get people into homes. We have to get people into homes. We're talking also about the homelessness and getting yeah. rid of the whole thing. Um, and they're not like, again, the idea to me or where I have a, still a conflict with it is that like a lot of those people, if you put them in a house, that's not where they're going to actually stay, though. They're going to be on the street because well, that's also well, where that's, that's part of that's that's hitherto. Um, while. First of all, I don't think it's our job to 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 fix the problems that those people have in their personal lives. Um, but homelessness is a public health issue. So if the issue is that they have personal issues, that is irrelevant to the fact that them having those issues out in the public becomes a public health crisis. Yeah. And so the right answer, whether or not they spend a lot of time in that home or not is to get them a home because any amount of time that, they don't spend in public increases public safety. But so is it actually possible to keep them from being in public spaces? No, no, no. And they can't be because they have a right to be in public spaces. So that's the the goal is to give them an alternative. Also, everyone should be housed that if we have homes, so better alternatives is what we say. Yeah. Yeah, You give them better alternatives. Um, but you know, there's this, there's this overarching, uh, perception in America that, uh, people should make money off of where you live, which is wild. I don't know why, mm-hmm. why that that that's such an accepted thing. It's it's a Property holdover. Tax. It's a holdover from I need that from you know the 1700s. You know yeah. what I mean? Like somebody should be making money off of your home. Yeah, when I'm learning about property tax, how devastating. Yeah, and that's the government <laughs> making money off of your home. <laughs> yeah. But nonetheless, like Sucks. we. The homeless issue, the homelessness issue, will never be solved as long as we keep this idea that people need to profit off of where you live, because there's no profit in housing the homeless, even though it is in the public's best interest and the public's health and safety to house the homeless. Yeah, you see what the problem and, is? And, and, We've created a conflicting issue in society. 
and I, a little bit of a conflicting issue, like, you know, we touched on this before, but didn't get into detail. It's worth mentioning that even for people's properties, like what I've heard about this, some of those people up there in the Valley and how their whole thing and concern is that then their property value is obviously could drop and it's a less desirable I mean, area where most to live in. Homes are. Cause there's like, there's what, there's like 17 million vacant homes in America and yeah. only half a million homeless people. Mm-hmm. So I mean, we don't have to put them in Doesn't neighborhoods that in, that yeah. have super high property taxes and I little mean, shanty things like huts, because that's kind of what they are too, right? The no, housing no, no, is no, a no. Huts. A lot of these homes that are vacant were built by developers. Well, no, I meant for what they're building them in places like the valley. I've seen images of what they're building. Oh, and they're like little huts, you know? Though, right? They're like little houses. Oh, I don't know why they would be building them those. Yeah, I don't know why you build more housing for for homeless people when there's already homes built that are just unlived in. Yeah, yeah, that's the part that 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 um that's failing me is that there's programs to to like get housing for the homeless when those programs could just purchase the housing that's currently built from the Mm -hmm. developers and house the homeless there. And a lot of those developments aren't built in super expensive neighborhoods. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like I don't know. It, it, it's clear that in evident to me at least that the the issue with with homelessness is manufactured just the same way as many of the other issues in this country are and moreover that absolutely extends into the way that they're handling this eviction issue that's about to come up with um I think it was something like eight million people are have back back rent right yeah, now wow. <laughs> Jeez. That's a lot. That's a lot of people. Ouch. Eight million people. Like, if that number is true, that is genuinely crisis. In, 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 in the if, U.S., if, even if four million of them get evicted, that's going to be fucking bad. In the U.S. In the U.S. Oh yeah. no, it's just right here. Oh, in Cali. No, no, it's right here in the U.S. In the U.S. Yeah. Okay, there you go. Yeah, there. Because of Cali, that would be OD. Yeah. Oh my God, but there's yeah. not that many people yet in the state. But um, yeah, it's it, it's an issue, and and the idea that um Pelosi is is trying to even insinuate that the CDC has anything to do with her her lack of 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 governance in this situation it just really shows like like when people talk about how much they you know they engage with this political system it really is a litmus test to me to how stupid they are because you can't be intelligent and engage in this system of supposed governance and watch someone push the buck about the something as serious as how as, as the eviction crisis 4 million possible people on the streets and push the buck to the CDC the fucking CDC this the center for disease control how the fuck are you going to push the buck about an eviction crisis to the CDC that's when you like, like really? Yeah. Oh, you guys aren't even trying. But yeah, that's what makes me so sick about having to watch stuff like that. Is that they get so used to just doing the, you know, yeah. And uh, so the, when I hear people talk thing. about like, oh yeah, politics, it's like, what politics are you talking about? Are you talking about real politics, uh-huh. or are you talking about that shit, this fucking song and dance pony show that's going on? And that's not even to say that I'm mad at the people who do engage in it. Like the Cory Bushes and the AOCs who are genuinely engaging in it, uh-huh. and then people attack them. 
about how what performative about what they do is. What and I'm about, like, of course it's performative. All of politics yeah, on that end it, is performative. It has to be in that regard. What about Cory Booker? Is he legit to you? Nah, not really. His he whole cannabis? Pharmaceuticals. Yeah, his he cannabis thing. He takes big pharmaceutical money. money. Okay. So his whole cannabis thing, that's all fake. Or oh, it's, no. He, it's I actually not would fake. not support any cannabis legislation he brings in because okay. he would... He would sell it out to Big Pharma. Yeah. He would have Philip Morris so, run the cannabis industry. Okay. The same way they run the fucking tobacco industry. I'm glad we got that on record. They absolutely do not fuck with Cory Bush or none of his... Booker. Cory Booker, I'm yeah, sorry. that's what I've been I do fuck with Cory Bush. Cory Booker. Bush. <laughs> I'm not, man. I'm, They're going to take that sound. I'm on his hard Celsius, bro. Got me slurring. I'm tripping. But no, I fuck with Cory Bush heavy. Cory Booker, not so much. Yeah. Okay. For the record. But yeah, it's... um. It's really, it's going to be telling, um, and I'm going to be talking about this over the next couple of episodes because I don't, I'm, I'm not really sure what this country looks like with, with 4 million people being evicted. I'm interested to see what happens in our complex because I'm sure there's a lot of people uh, who live near us who, who probably are behind on rent or have been living on the backs of they can't be evicted. Because I see people all the time wilding out. And I'm like, whoo, child. I don't think the white people going to like that. I don't think the white people going to like that not one bit. And, uh, yeah, unfortunately, even in the hood right now, during this time of gentrification, we live at the behest of, of you know, what the, the property managers are willing to deal with. And that shit's wild, bro. It's It sucks how much... <laughs> In America, your living condition, in terms of like where you live, is so dictated by things that policies that come from people who are unrelated to 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 housing. Like, like I'm just I'm I'm really floored that Nancy Pelosi tried to pull the CDC into the this this eviction moratorium. Like, it's really not their job to do that. She's just trying to throw some more shit on their plate. Well, she's, she's got just, him in the she's corner. Trying, no, first of all, Nancy Pelosi. Okay, so let me clarify something for 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 the listeners because I don't know if everyone knows this, but um, most properties that are rented are not owned by individuals. They're owned by hedge funds and property managers. So these aren't individual. It's not like, you know, your grandfather owns the apartment that you grew up in. And when you go all moved away, you rented it out to someone. And so, you know, he's got his one little apartment that he rents out at a good rate to somebody. He knows them. And, you know, he's known them for the past 16 years. And so, you know, he, he's invested in their life and he, he wishes them the best and doesn't raise the rent on them because he, no, nah, that's not what's going on. So that's not the situation of, landlords that we're talking about for i think it's like 90 percent of the market 90 mm-hmm. percent of the rental market is owned by faceless hedge funds and people who don't give a shit about you your community they don't give a shit about whether you pay your rent they don't give a shit about any of that stuff because you're just a drip in an aggregate investment for them that as long as the vast majority of people who are bundled up in that investment are paying their, you know, their rent, that's all that matters to them. You know, that's what we're really talking about. And all of those people were bailed out. Uh-huh. They were bailed out in, 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 in all those PPP funds. 
So they don't, they're not hurting. They're not hurting. They were supposed to use that to alleviate the rent that you were supposed to pay. But there was no legislation. There was no requirement that they did that. So they took that money and said, oh, but you still owe me rent. That was my PPP money. And you still owe me rent because nothing said that you don't owe me rent. Double dipping. And so that's exactly what they're doing. And so that's the situation that we're running into is that they want rent that they were paid for already from people that we and then and then most dickheads like me paid my, my landlord. Most dumbasses like me paid my landlord during the eviction moratorium because I also knew that that back rent. They're never, ever going to actually require them to put those PPP funds to the back rent, which is what the PPP funds should have been covering. So I knew that either way I was paying that rent. So it is what it is. But they got paid twice, and they're going to continue to get paid twice off of all of this stuff. And they're still, if they only get paid once off of it, they're still going to try to evict you. That's the fucked up part. Because all rents really should only start from the point of the end of the moratorium. Mm. That's when rents should start accruing, if we were dealing in a just system. But no, you're going to owe rent if you haven't been paying uh, during the moratorium for all that time. And, and of course, the whole point of people not being able to pay rent was that the economy took a hit. People lost their jobs. People lost incomes. So obviously, if you lost your income and you weren't paying rent, you don't magically have the money to pay the rent now. You know what I mean? And that's what I mean by this whole thing is manufactured. Mm. This is obvious. And that was evident back when it was happening. This was, obvi- this was evident from get-go. Yeah. This was evident from the j- jump. We didn't have to play this out to see where it ended. We know we paved this road already. It's we problem. know where the road ends. This is fucked. And when I say we, <laughs> the, the Congress, yeah. who was in charge of the policy of taking care of this, knew exactly what they were doing. And so, yeah, all of this shit... Once again, it's just a reorganization of, of of another sector of our society, and our and 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 it's gonna suck because I think post pandemic America is not gonna be worth being around, honestly. Yeah, well, you unfortunately got fucking, for you me, you got Conway wearing skirts. No. I mean, this place is falling apart. Well, he's staying in a, the Ben Stadium apparently at Atlanta. No, no, that's Kanye. I said Conway. <laughs> oh, Conway. Excuse yeah, Conway me. the machine uh, was wearing a Steve McQueen shirt. Was doing it for the clout too, man. This place is falling apart, man. Because uh, I wouldn't be surprised if Kanye was wearing a skirt. Because you see, no, what he's Kanye been would not be surprised. Conway, I was very surprised. I was really disappointed. I don't know who that is. Conway, one of Griselda's, Griselda uh, Trinity. Okay. Great yeah. rapper, but boy, man, he started. Wearing he even said he was like, "I did it for the bag," and I'm gonna wear more of that shit for the bag. And I'm like, I mean, if you like skirts, like if you were like Billy Portering it and wearing skirts because you love skirts, I could support that. But if you just wearing skirts for the bag, nigga. Ew. Mm. But anyway, sorry. Anyway, well, that's, that's just that's, where that's just at. me that's where me ranting about the end of this uh, country, I mean, man. I, I was gonna say, unfortunately, everything I, I love in this country is slowly deteriorating. I was gonna consider moving anyways before the pandemic, but now I just feel like I'm gonna look very desperate. Yeah, like, no, I want to get out of this. I mean, I, I definitely want to find me. someplace else. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I, I, I want to try to do work while I'm here and make things better, but I definitely. I'm not not putting all my bags, my my eggs in this basket for yeah. sure. Yeah, crazy. But anyway, yeah, yeah, it, it it's it's a it's a problem. And then you know, it's one thing for 
to to look at it from that from our perspective as people who were productive during the pandemic and were able to pay our rents and stuff like that. But the yeah. people who were homeless before the pandemic and the 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 fact that the pandemic really uh I think shed a light on the issues that were going on with um with homelessness in this country. But instead of taking the lesson of let's find a genuine way to get these people housed, which on my Twitter feed there was um there was a, a councilwoman in LA who worked with a homeless encampment and I think it took them I wanna say four months, but don't quote me. It took them about four months to 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 work with every individual and get them to voluntarily move into to uh um shelter in indoor shelters mm-hmm. and uh that's the kind of work that you, that you need to do but instead yeah. what you what you see is mayor garcetti like banning tents in certain areas mm-hmm. and 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 clearing out homeless encampments rather than doing like the utilizing some of these millions of 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 housing mm-hmm. units purchasing with the city mm-hmm. getting people inside of them in a productive way because ultimately despite the conception that we all have, you know, which you were elucidating earlier that a lot of these people don't want to be in, in indoors all the time. That's a minority of, of homeless people, actually. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because the studies show that overwhelmingly people, unhoused people who get homes have better health outcomes overall. Yeah, but not health outcome. Is that what they want to do? Yeah, no, I, I, listen, if you suffer from the level of mental illness in which you do not want a, a shelter to house your things a in. A place to go that's, to. Yeah, then, then, then no, you shouldn't be, you still shouldn't be, you extra shouldn't be on the street. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like we if, have you're, to keep if your level of mental it. malaise is such that <laughs> you can't see the value of having a room yeah, exactly. to, to lay I down know, in, totally, yeah. even if you only want to lay down in it three hours a day, I like what you're saying. you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Then, then even at that point, then we need to be extra helping. You. Yeah. So, and how about this part too, with whether I can just say like social workers in the, you know, we know that we generalize teachers, that, that social workers not paid Those well exist, enough. But they are the they are so we need people that want to do that. Right. Mm-hmm. Which is also part of the problem. The percentage of people that want to do that kind of work. And then the fact that they should also be paid adequately. Well, and, and I think it's the latter. Where you're going yeah. with it right now is the real because problem. if you could throw enough an money at people it, who want to do yeah, the work and then are not a being severe paid. lack of people being compensated to do that work well. So if we could put you're all, you're not going to do that for fifteen dollars an hour. And so in my simple A to B type of thinking, if we did pay them more and more significantly, we could get a lot more of those kind of people that would be oh, it better. Would, at, it would be it like could, nursing. Like, yeah, like, like exactly. you see how there's no shortage of nurses. Like there's yeah. people constantly going into nursing, <laughs> yeah, constantly. and suggesting that if you, you don't know, what know I mean? any, you should yeah, consider it, nursing. It, 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 and <laughs> it is a racket can. because our medical system is a racket. But nonetheless, yeah. that's that's not that's neither here nor there. There's an there's an overwhelming of people who want to help other people. That's not the, what the shortage is. Is that that's kind of social misanthropy is what's kind of peddled to the public, but it's not actually real. It's a, it's a part of the prevailing culture of white people but not the prevailing culture of everyone who's dominated by white people, which is the majority. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like most of us have to live off of the goodwill of our community. Like if we all weren't working in some kind of concert, it would probably be a lot harder for the individuals. You know what I mean? And so, yeah, I, I think that most people get that, you know, 
working in an industry to help people could be lucrative, but you also do have to compensate them. You know what I mean? You do have to compensate them for the for how dangerous and how difficult that work is. And so that's where I think the real lacking is not in I think the workforce, but more so in like companies valuing because the thing is is that you're working with homeless people who obviously aren't paying back into the system. This is this is something that it's hard to pay people who work with the indigent really well because they're working with people who obviously aren't paying them. And nonprofits, they're money siphons. They're not really there to do the good work that they talk about, mm-hmm. unfortunately. And that's just <laughs> looking at what happens on the floor. But yeah. 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 I just watched one of those breakdowns about that type of shit. I've seen a couple actually. Yeah. They got into that on that seaspiracy thing too. How a lot of those whole sustainable fish, whatever they put on those fucking markets on those brands of those fish and food it doesn't really uh, sustainable fish like those types of concepts yeah oh, that they because, say yeah, that this like is sustainable fish farming, and farmed raised not okay sustainable fish farms yeah, yeah. I need like a better name for that it's shit. a whole lot of bullshit Listen, i've said it before i've said it again this country is built of scams galore scams galore scams galore mm-hmm. it's all scams bro it's and that's the worst part is is that because the education system is so bad and there's no supplementary critical thinking education that goes on. Yeah. People are just not prepared to to really uh to to engage with the amount of lies that they encounter on a regular basis. <laughs> Seriously. The cognitive Seriously. dissonance. The amount of times <laughs> that I that I'm talking to Caroline and I'm like, oh, that's complete bullshit. <laughs> what they're saying is complete bullshit. And she's like, wow, it sounded really convincing. And I'm like, yep. And it's complete and utter horseshit. Yeah. It's crazy to me. But yeah. yeah. It's real. Yeah, you know. We're really in the Matrix, people. It's going to suck. back. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it's going to suck seeing um, what comes down the pipe with this eviction moratorium um, being lifted. But, you know, maybe it, you know. And and I'm not an accelerate quote-unquote, accelerationist. Are you familiar with that term? Well, I could... Have a I could surmise what it means, but I don't. In, in terms of politics, accelerationists believe that, um, that things will get better faster. <laughs> no, that, that if if the only way to change the system is for it to collapse, yeah. that making poor political sis, uh, decisions in the goal of getting it to collapse faster. Mm-hmm. Is actually good politics. That's extremism. Yeah, that, that, I'm not an accelerationist. Yeah, an anarchy. But may you know, but, hopefully, you know, maybe this is this is a flint that'll cause a major change in the system because yeah. the system's fucked up. Like this whole the whole way that we like I've and I've maintained this. I've said this for, for over a decade. I've been preaching this and and I've gotten a little traction, but. I've always said, like, there's certain things that people probably shouldn't be making money off of. When it comes to things like food, pharmaceuticals, uh, and I'm talking about just, like, everyday food that you eat for nutrition. Mm -hmm. I'm not talking about, like, restaurant food. Not to say that you can't make industries around these things. But I'm just saying, like, when it comes to the satisfaction of everyone's core need Mm -hmm. uh, for things like food, shelter, medicine, those should not be profit industries. Yeah. We can't make those profit yeah. industries because, unfortunately, American capitalism turns to lead towards a degradation of product. And that degradation of product is 
when it's something that you need is at the detriment of the consumer. And mm-hmm. if you're going to have a consumer society where that's where the the role that most people play, you should take care of them. You know, yeah. every shepherd has to take care of his sheep. It makes and, sense. And you know, the consumer, our sheep. That that analogy hits on multiple levels, and mm-hmm. you know the 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 industries that that farm them have been bad shepherds. Have been real bad shepherds about it. You know what I mean? Whether it's you know the industries around housing, food, pharmaceuticals, we've seen massive malfeasance in all of that. You know we're seeing the the housing shit come to a head now. The pharmaceutical industry they preyed upon their the people who needed them and fed them opioids, and mass, and they're not done. targeted them. They're not finished, <laughs> and, and and they're just and they just and now they're paying twenty six billion and still not even admitting that they were wrong. Like you know what I mean? The the food industry, the USDA, the agricultural industry has 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 shown like if you look at the 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 massive problems with factory farming, the destruction of the land. If you look at the massive problems with factory farming of of beef and 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 pork, it's terrible. It is terrible. You know what I mean? So so yeah, these systems, we've come to realize that they're they're not they're not the way to go. They definitely aren't. Yeah, we can do better, and that's again like that's what my ultimate thing is. Or you know, I did bring it up earlier, but it's like the concern of yeah, I I do have better faith in like closer to our generation, my generation of people, but I don't think we have that much time either. You I don't know. think that by the time we're in charge per se, because again, people are also living better and healthier these days and living well, longer, <laughs> trooping harder. I don't think that we have that much time. I don't and know if especially they're living better. They're living longer, but yeah. they're just being entertained in their terrible health. But honestly, yeah, it's all fucked up. And you know what? I mean, if I but can yeah, get on my all, all Zoom those, and... that was all to say that those those industries they maybe will maybe as they all collapse, we'll move towards a society that pride industry that adds to those things not off of the the core production of those industries because we need those things for society to function we need people to have homes we need healthy food we need good medicine we don't need to to monetize those industries we need those things to be provided at a at a at a decent modicum to everyone society is going to function you know, and maybe the collapsing of these things will cause America to reorganize in a way where those things are. And I know that that's what Bill Gates and Zuckerberg and, and Bezos are trying to do. That's They think that that's what they're trying to do. But they're trying to do it with them as the ultimate controllers of everything. And that's not what I'm with. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I want to see the reorganization of society, but just not under their thumbs. Yeah. And would a good overt teaching be, like, I, I feel like this is more traditional concepts of, like, we need a lot of different people to be able to do a lot of different things. Whereas now it's a lot of like, Oh yeah, you can be a superstar. If you want to be a superstar. Oh yeah. No, a lot of people aspire to too be much useless. of that. Yeah. A lot of so, people aspire to be useless. Yeah. Yeah. What but are you going to do? You could bring that back. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Good old traditions. All righty. Yeah. We'll, 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 we'll wrap up on that. Don't aspire to be useless, <laughs> but yeah, thank you for joining us guys. I hope you enjoyed your time with us. You could uh, find me on the social medias. You can find me on Twitter at Korea underscore T and uh, at Home Heron. And you can also find me on Instagram at Heron's Home Podcast. You can find me on Instagram at Rico underscore G Sound. And you can find me on the Instagram at my car page, LA Car Spot. Hell yeah. Yo, great shots as always. Not done yet. Yo, keep going, man. I've been enjoying it. What's up? 
Alrighty, guys. Always remember, time is only wasted if you choose to waste it. So learn from your mistakes. It's the only thing you ever truly will learn from. Thanks for joining us, guys. Have a great one. Peace. Take it easy. Alright, y'all.